We want to talk about the Bible, right? But not just the Bible in the sense of, you know, different stories. But we want to talk about why we have the Bible. What does the Bible do in our lives? And we want to make sure that each of us, no matter if you've been in church all your life, or you haven't been to church, or you're a Christian for all your life, for most of your years, or now you're a new Christian, it's to help you. And what I'm going to do is you're going to have a handout every week so you can follow along. And so I need someone to hand these out with these pens, all right? And you're going to see different blanks on there, and you're going to fill them in, so you're going to pay attention. And tonight's going to go very quickly, all right? It's not going to be a long, not going to be long at all. And just so you know, if you're new, I'm really not a long-winded speaker, so we want to, you know, I don't believe in being long and boring you to death. Uh, I might still bore you, but I don't know that, but we want to, everyone I want to, because at the end of this, each of us should know why we read the Bible and what the Bible is all about. Again, as we, we think of a new year and we think of our lives and we think of the Bible, we got to think of it this way. And we're going to look a little bit of some facts of the Bible so we can understand as the papers are being handed out. I'll stop there until the rest are being handed out. So this is what we're going to be looking at, the visual guide to the Bible. Now, we will have posters like we see on the side wall. That's going to help us each week to remember these facts. All right, so we're going to have some more posters next week. But this is to help us to have an understanding of why we do what we do. You know, think about for a second, when you're in school, you study science because you want to be what? A scientist. You study a biology book so you could know more about biology. We want to, as we think of the church, we think of Christianity, we want to know why do we study the Bible? And for some people, they think of the Bible is an old book. And let me just say this, the Bible is still today the number one selling book. All right? You guess what right there. It's still the number one selling book. All right? When you look at New York Times bestsellers, the Bible is still there. So what does that tell us? The Bible is a book that doesn't grow old. All right? It's always there. All right? It's always going to be something that we think of. Everything in the United States. I could do it. In the United States. All right? Alone. Listen, this is the United States. An estimated 40, how much? How many is that? 40 million copies are sold yearly. 82% of all households have at least one Bible. 72% have multiple. How many of you in this room have more than one Bible? How many of you have more than one Bible in your house? All right? We all do, right? Most of us in this room do. All right? 13% of all people purchase a Bible each year. So what does that mean? That means that someone like me who may have five or six different Bibles, 13% of those people are going to purchase another Bible that year. Just because we want to have another Bible to study. Or we want to have a smaller Bible to carry when we want to go somewhere. I got, I don't know how you can't even lost count of many Bibles. 52% of Americans say they read the Bible three to four times per year, all right? Now, I want you to think about that for a second. How often do you read the Bible? Think about it. Do you read every day? Some people read every day. Some people don't. Um, some people read it a couple times a week. 
Some people read it on church on Sunday because they didn't want to hear what the pastor's saying, so they just want to read the Bible then because that's easier to do because I want to hear what he's saying, so let me read it then. However it is, we read the Bible, right? The full Bible is available in 670 different languages. All right, 670 different languages. That makes it five, how many axes that is? How many people? Five, how many? Billion. Billion. That's too big a number for me to even think about. Five billion, 371 million people have access to the entire Bible. The New Testament is available in 1,521 additional languages. So just like you have just a New Testament, that gives another 658 million people have access to the Bible. So here's the question for us. For us to have all of these different resources, let me ask a question. Do you think that we should read the Bible? Should we know the Bible? We should, right? Because we have all the resources. Like we said in this room, almost everyone's hand went up when we said we have multiple Bibles. But yet there are some tribes and places that don't have one Bible. So this is where I think your blanks will start, right? Christians, the Bible is more than just a cultural artifact or a literary, literary curiosity. To Christians, the Bible is the divine revelation of God's message to the world. So if you see the introduction, that's what it is, all right? All right, so listen. This is what the Bible does, all right? It unveils the mind of God, all right? It unveils the mind of God. Secondly, the Bible reveals the will of God, all right? So it unveils the mind of God to us. Then it reveals the will of God to us. You know, people always are asking the question, what? What is the will of God for my life? Well, guess what? If we're not in God's word, let's guys, you can quiet down. If we're not looking, if we're not looking in God's word, how will we ever find the will of God for our life? We can't. How many of you wish you knew what the will of God was for your life? We all do, right? We would want to know what God wants. The only way we're going to know is that we are in God's Word and we are praying and talking to Him. Thirdly, it describes the work of God. And lastly, it calls the reader to faith in God. All right? So this is what the Bible is. It unveils the mind of God. It reveals the will of God. It describes the work of God. And it calls the reader to faith in God. That's what the Bible is. That's why we study God's Word. That's why we look into God's Word. We don't just read God's Word because we have nothing else to do. We read God's Word because we want something from it. And He wants us to study it. And the only way we can get to know Him more is when we look into His Word daily, whenever it is where we could get into His Word. So, the next thing is this. What does the Bible tell us about ourselves? First of all, it tells us who we are. Who we are. That's the Bible tells us. And the Bible is going to tell us who we are, and we're going to look deeper later on. But the Bible tells us that we are sinners. All right? We are sinners. We have sinned against God. So we are sinners. Secondly, it's going to say why we exist. All right? Why do we exist in this world? What is the purpose of us? The purpose is to bring honor and glory to God. All right? That's what it is. All right? Next thing is this. Why are we so messy? All right? That's the next point. Why are we so messy? Why are we so sinful? Why do we desire the world? Because we have sin in our lives. Because we, apart from Christ in our lives, we want nothing to do with God. 
apart from studying God's Word, we will never see who we, how messy we truly are. None of us. we got to look at God's Word to see who we truly are and how messy we are. The next thing is, how do we relate to God? How would God want a relationship with me? Because I'm a sinner. Why would God want a relationship with you? Because you're a sinner. We're going to look at how we can relate to God. How do we relate with Him? And the last thing is this. How everything will be made right. So we see who we are, why we exist, why are we so messy, and how we are to relate to God, and how everything will be made right. That's what the Bible tells us. The Bible also makes claims about itself. It describes itself as this. It describes it as a light to guide the lost. All right? It's a light to guide the lost. The Bible talks about we are the light. We need to know what the Bible says to know what right from wrong is. Because we are all lost people. Apart from Christ. Without the Bible, we will never see that we're lost. You see, you see th- something we have to understand is this. We live in a country where almost every person gets a chance to go to church. Everyone does get a chance to go to church. But there are tribes in the, in the jungles in Africa and other places that they don't know the true meaning. They don't know who God is. They're searching for something, but they don't know what they're searching for. But they know they're searching for someone. And that's why people and missionaries have gone over and shown them these different, shown them, and that's why you see their Bible translation in just the New Testament, because they have to learn a language, and they have to try to translate it. But like I said, we have more than one translation, most of us. Secondly, it's medicine to revive the sick. Sick. It's medicine to revive the sick. All right? This is what God's Word is to us. So we don't just come in on a Friday night every week or come to a service on Sunday just because we want to and because we feel like that's the thing to do. And even when, when on a Friday night sometimes when things don't go the way we want it to go, the one thing we always say is that we want to know what God's Word has to say to us, right? Y'all have heard me say it over and over, right? We want to know what God's Word has to say. I could care less if you have no respect for me. But I want you to have respect for God and His Word. Thirdly, it's this. Wisdom to correct the foolish. You might be saying to yourself, well, I'm not a fool. But the Bible calls all of us a fool apart from Christ. We need wisdom. We have to know right from wrong. None of us can find that right from wrong on our own. Apart from seeing who we truly are. Apart from Christ. Fourthly is this, inspiration to cheer the sorrowful. We go through rough times with life. Sometimes life doesn't go as we planned. But we have inspiration because we can find hope in God's Word. You know, we sang a song, Hills and Valleys. He's the same God on top of the hill. He's the same God when we go to the valley. When things are going good, He's that same God. He's the same God yesterday, today, and forever. And that's a God that we have hope in. And He brings balm to heal the blind. You see, we need to understand this. 
All of us in this room are, before we know Christ, we're blinded. You know the, the great hymn that we sing, Amazing Grace, right? I once was what? Blind, but now I see, right? I once was blind, but now I see. I see because of God's word. I see because Christ has done something in my life. Which brings us to the last part that we want to look at tonight. It insists it is more valuable than what? Gold. Sweeter than honey. It declares it is able to teach truth. All right? God's word teaches us not false things, but truth. You see, we need God's word because in the world today, things are getting worse and worse. People are becoming more blinded than ever before. Because the world is telling us so many different things and people are eating it up. Think about it for a second. Think about how much things you can see on your phone that 20 years ago you would never be able to see. Things are getting more and more. And even for that, when we consider that, our phones, we have Bible on our phone, right? And we have many versions of the Bible on our phone, so we have no excuse. It's able to correct error. And it guides us to behavior that serves and blesses others. This is what the Bible does for us. It helps us. So, I actually, as we start this series, as we look at what the Bible is, and look at the importance of the Bible, because we just saw what the Bible tells us. What does the Bible claim about itself? Next week, we're going to talk about how the Bible was written. We know that how many, we know the Bible has what, Old and what? New Testament. We're going to talk about how that came about. We're going to look at how the Bible itself was not written in the chapters and verses that we have today. We're going to go, like I said, we're going to look at this whole thing for the year, and then we're going to look at how this applies to us. And that we hope by the end of this that we would really know why we should study the Bible and that we should want to study the Bible even more. Because that is what the manual to our lives is, is God's Word. This is what Queen Elizabeth II said, To what great inspiration and counsel can we turn then to the imperishable truth to be found in the treasure house, the Bible? Abraham Lincoln, one of the presidents, said this, The Bible is the best gift God has given to man. All the good Savior gave to the world was communicated through this book. But for it, we could not know right from wrong. Like I said, we have been given a gift in God's Word. And when we consider our lives and we consider, again, how fortunate we are to live in a country like this, that we have the freedom to study God's Word anywhere we go. We could take Him into schools. We can read them in school and we can do what we want to do. We need to look at our responsibility and thank the Lord for it. But also with our responsibility, we, have a, we should want to study it more and know God more. So let's pray. Father, we thank you for tonight and we thank you again for your love. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. And Father, we pray you continue to be honored in all that we do. In Jesus' name, amen.